and welcome to the Daughters to Destiny podcast. I am your host, Simone Cumbie Johnson, and this podcast is designed for women who wants to feel empowered, inspired, and encouraged to chase after their destiny. You are a queen, and we believe there's enough crowns for all of us to be successful in the areas that we are destined to be in. So let's jump into this new episode, and don't forget to subscribe. tuning in to another episode of the Daughters to Destiny podcast. I am your host, Simone Cumbie Johnson. I want to thank y'all for tuning in with me. How have y'all week been? What's been going on for me? Um, I've just been relaxing, um, getting my workouts in. I'm very proud of myself. I'm um, seeing improvements. I'm seeing changes. So I'm just focusing on that, trying to get my mind right, um, preparing things in advance and working out my schedule. Um, for class that's starting back up on Monday. So that's how my week's been. That's what's going to happen this weekend. I'm just chilling, (laughs) y'all. So let's jump into the scripture of the week. The scripture of the week is coming from Hebrews 4 and 12. It says, the word of God is alive and and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. And when I think about the scripture, I focus on the word of God is alive and powerful. And for me, I like to speak the, the scriptures over my life in, in situations. Um, I recite them. I meditate on them. I read them out loud. I just use scriptures that's relevant to the areas in my life. So, for example, let's say I'm dealing with fear. Then I write scriptures out. Um, that comes against fear. And I recite those because God's word stands true. It's alive and powerful. So when I speak it out of my mouth, it's already doing, doing what it needs to do to help me not walk in fear, to help me in the areas that I am having issues in. God's word don't change for anybody. God's words is not tweaked for anybody. His word stands true. He has to uphold his word and nothing's going to change about that. So this, I really like this scripture this week of make, letting us know that the word of God is alive, it's active, and it's powerful, and it's sharper than anything. So nothing could come against the word of God. All right. So we're going to jump into the Friday's message. Today, I want to ask you a question. Do you trust God to move the mountain? <clears throat> I know we always recite the uh scripture you know have faith the size of a mustard seed you can say to this uh, mountain move here from there and it will move but I want to ask the question today do you trust God to move the mountains and I know we normally be rushed to say yes yes I trust God to move the mountain yes I do this but I realized that through trials and tribulation it shows just how much we trust God I say I trust God and then when trials and tribulations come I'm scared and I lack faith and I know that God is able to move the mountain but I doubt that he's going to move the mountain for me and I feel like this, when, when it comes to this area, sometimes we are not honest in admitting, yes, Lord, I know that you can move this mountain. Yes, Lord, I know that all power is in your hand. Yes, Lord, I know 
that you can do anything and nothing is impossible for you. But from the history and the track records in my life, I'm having a hard time believing that you're going to do it for me. I see you do it for Susan down the street. I see you do it for Sam over on the corner. I see you do it for Lily uh, <clears throat> over there. But I lack the trust and the confidence of knowing that you're going to do it for me. Why do we do that? Because we've asked God for something in the past that he has not given us. And now we feel that God is a genie. And we're mad every time we ask him for something and he don't do it the way that we ask him to do it. And we feel like we get in the short end of the stick. In reality, God is just preparing us to take us higher into a new place that we haven't even thought about or we haven't even began to reach yet. Why is it that we compare ourselves and we got faith for everybody else, but we don't have faith in us? We can pray the enemy away for everybody else, but we can't pray the enemy away for us. I think it's the tactic of the enemy. And I was the same way for a long time. Give me somebody else's problems and listen, we shouting heaven down to get your miracle. We shouting heaven down to get your breakthrough. I'll fast with you. I'll do, I'll sow on your behalf. But when it came to me, I doubted that God was going to do it for me. Not that he could. I know that he could, but was he going to do it for me? Because I always felt like I got the short end of the stick. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that I didn't get the short end of the stick. It wasn't until recently when I surrendered what I thought that God should be doing in my life and what I thought my life should be like until I surrendered my will to his will that I realized that he was preparing me. It was all a setup for preparing me for my destiny. So while everyone else could have taken shortcuts, I had to take the long journey around. Maybe because my head is harder than everybody else. <laughs> because I have a head heart, a hard head. I said a head heart, a hard head. So maybe that's the reason why I had to take the long way around. So God could spend more time with me in the areas and perfecting the things in me that needed to be perfected. I'm looking at Sally. I'm looking at Joe and I'm gotten a lot more faith in, in their situation, what God can do for them because I thought I was not valuable enough to receive it. I thought that I was not worthy enough to receive it. The enemy hath crippled me in fear to think or have me doubt that God was going to do the same thing for me. And maybe, and, and, and just in all honesty, maybe God won't do the same thing for you that he did for Sally down the street. Maybe his method in your life will be different than what he did. That's why we need to stop comparing our lives to everyone else and everything that we see. Because God may not do it the same way he did it for somebody else in your life. But what you can depend on and what you can stand on is that God's plan for you is for you to prosper. To give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 is my all-time favorite scripture for I know the plans that I have for you it's not for disaster God's plan for us is not for us to fail that's the enemy's plan for us to fail God's plan is to give us a future and a hope God's plan is for us to prosper but we have to trust God we have to have faith that 
God is going to do a new work in us too. God is going to perfect some things in us too. And we have to trust him, not keeping him into a box of doing it the same way we see everybody else doing it. Not placing him in a box. And if we, we don't do it, if he don't do it the way that we want to, then we, we going off on the left path. We have to trust that the same way that God moved their mountains, God will move our mountains too. It may not look the same, but do you trust God to move the mountain in your life? The same way you trust that God's going to move the mountain in, every, in everybody else's life. You have to have that same drive. You have to have that same energy. You have to have that same faith to know that the same God that blessed somebody else is the same God that's going to bless you. The same God that healed her is the same God that's going to heal you. The same God that's, that's prospering them is the same God that's going to prosper you. What makes you think that God will not want you to prosper in life because man has failed you because man have let you down so now because man have let you down because man have failed you and God wasn't a genie that did everything you wanted him to do the way you wanted him to do now you doubt that he will move the mountain now you doubt that he will operate in your life now you doubt that he will not bring miracles perform miracles in your life but you got enough faith and you got enough trust for everybody else. And I'm going to challenge you today to have that same trust, not if not more for yourself in your own storms and your own mountains in life. Trust that God is going to move your mountain too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Trust that God is going to move your mountain. Trust that God is going to enter your prayer. Trust that God is going to hear you. Trust that. Because God is going to move that mountain. All right, you guys. That's all that I have for you guys for the Friday's message. So I have a few announcements for this week. Don't forget a new blog has been uploaded. It's called When I Hit Rock Bottom. And this blog, I think everyone can relate um, in some aspect of this blog. And it's just about me working through the things that I've ran away from for so long in my road to healing. Also, we also have uploaded the video of the month and it's called, All I Have Is One Word. And this video discuss um, how sometimes God gives you a word or you receive a prophecy and everything that's happening in your life right now is the opposite of the word that was given. Um, and then I pray that that word encourages you to hold on because once God says it, it will come to pass no matter how long it takes. Um, Wednesdays, I ask that you guys join me on the prayer call at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our Facebook and Instagram for the flyer. Um, and I think that's all for the announcements. So until next time, Queen, keep reaching, keep striving towards your destiny.